Welcome to Regrown. Today we'll be talking about humans, and before we get to that, I would like to start with an introduction of our podcast. Welcome all. Uh, my name is Jordan. Guy talking earlier, uh, that's Nate. Together we're Regrown. Um, we have one mission. Our mission is to spread the seed of truth throughout everyone in the world and uh, encourage a place of open discussion and grow together, hence the name Regrown. Hello again, Jordan. It's Nate. I'd like to ask you a question. What does it mean to be human to you? That's a very tough question, but um, I think being human is entirely what you make it. Um, And that's kind of what I would like to say society is trying to take away from us. That ability to become the truest version of yourself. To be that independent, individual person. What do you exactly mean society is trying to take that away from us? I mean, just look at it. We're talking about the mainstream media, how we are today. You know, people aren't being in touch with their true self, their primal self, that survivor. You know, and we can also see it um, with where society is going today. You know, people have terrible diets, bad schools, tech obsession, increasingly trashy mainstream media. This is why the human psyche is starting to fail. But humans were meant to be something greater, far more than where we're at today. Do you think the mainstream media is the only one to blame for where we are as humans today? Or are we ourselves to blame as well to where we're at today too? I would have to say both. I feel like the mainstream media is definitely pushing down a narrative of what you should and shouldn't be. Um, trying to take away that individuality. But a lot of people also are accepting the fact that they shouldn't have individuality. We look at the school curriculum, you know, how it's a one-size-fits-all for everyone. Um, no one really encourages, especially growing up in high school, like trade schools, you know, like you and I were in the freaking military, you know, like there's a lot of options that they just don't talk about. And there's definitely a bigger mission that, you know, society is pressuring people to be and it's fucked up. With that being said, I know lots of people who are from the cities love being in the cities. I know a few people from the country love being in the country. But what about those kids who want to go somewhere else, but they get stuck in like their hometown or they think that they just should be hood because that's where they're from and that's what they're meant to be? Do you think that those are their purposes that they're putting in themselves or do you think those are synthetic purposes that other people created for them and made them think that they have to stay in those places? Well, that goes into identity politics. I feel, uh, you know, especially in our later on episodes, you know, talking about labels on humans, you know, this is a part of the issue why we have um, the stuff that's going on today. The labels with everything, black versus white, gay or straight, um, whatever, person versus person. You know, we create labels on each other and a label, ultimately all it is, is a boundary. It's just, it's your own personal boundary that you put on yourself so people don't understand. People are capable of absolutely insane shit you know like we see that every freaking day you know like there's no excuse for why people should have this self-pity mindset i exactly agree with you there i think us humans play victim too much to what's happening on in the world and we all expect something to be given to us or for something just to be helped out with us instead of figuring out the answer for ourselves. lots of times we always have something to depend on whether that's google whether that's mom and dad, whether that's the government for some people. 
And I think people are really losing touch on what it means to be a human and to strive for the greatness that they should be striving and striving for the best them they can be doing. So on that note, I'd like to ask you the next question. Where do we come from? Where do we come from? That's a very deep question. Uh, scientifically, it states millions of years ago. But does anyone really, really know that? Yeah, we see fossil evidence. We see this and that. You know, but if we want to go deeper into more historically where we come from, how do we truly know that? You know, history is often written by the victor. And that's another thing is people don't even really know where they come from. People couldn't even tell you their ancestry fully. So, Jordan, if you know a little bit about your ancestry, can you enlighten me? Yeah, um, I take pride in my ancestry. I come from a very mixed ethnical background. Uh, Dad's side of the family is Scandinavian from Norway, so studied a lot on the Vikings. Um, My mom's side is the mutt side. You know, I got Latin, African, Moroccan, um, and I embrace every one of those cultures. Um, my whole family, especially on my mother's side, is very bilingual, speaking Spanish, uh, Italian, Portuguese, Arabic. Right now I'm in the process of learning Spanish. And they also know French, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because my mother or my grandmother lived in uh, French Morocco back at the time. Anyways, Nate, tell me and tell uh, the listeners about your ancestry. Uh, my ancestry, I couldn't tell you exactly where in the world they came from. My father, he's from Nebraska. My mom, she's from Minnesota. I know that I'm Scandinavian on my father's side and also my mother's side. And I'm also Native American on my mother's side. And I'm learning a little bit more about my family, and that's my plan. I want to be able to trace my ancestry back. And know who exactly who I am and where I came from. Because I think it's very important for people to know that. And lots of people are losing touch on who they are because they don't know that. Facts. So earlier you mentioned that they have fossils ranging from millions of years ago. From when humans first started their existence. Or at least what a human was at that time. And how could they distinguish between the male and female fossils? Well, according to the Scientific American um, in female human pelvises, the angle of the bony arch between the pubis is much wider than it is in males, and the sacrum is full, is usually as flatter as well. Both of these features relate to the need for a larger pelvic outlet for birthing infants, and thus reliable sexual markers for forensic scientists and hominid paleontologists. But the main way is obviously sexual dimorphism, and this is, you know, possibly a big indicator of what we are supposed to be um species that are generally more monogamous uh tend to be the same size but in humans the sexual dimorphism is actually very very pronounced um you know men tend to be bigger than women um in other words uh scientifically or like prehistorically um we are not monogamous creatures all right with not being monogamous, is that between males and females? And what is the main difference in behaviors between male and female, would you say? Like male and female energy? Um, well, definitely within personal experience. I think uh, the female is just pretty much there to find her best option. And for the fellas that are listening, 
you know, <laughs> you got to do what you got to do in order to become that best option. And you got to do that by living in a life of abundance. And living a life of abundance, meaning you feel that you deserve to be the biggest and baddest. You know, everyone deserves that, but they got to work for it. And, you know, this is just basic human, like, I don't even say ideology, but like just base, just part of being human, like basic, physical, three-dimensional self. This is what it is. So you got to conquer your physical world around you for things to get better. I agree with you on that. I think lots of the time females are looking for the best option for them. And given that females really don't have to look for a man, a man will come to a female before a female will come to a man. 98% of the time and with that I don't think men give e themselves enough credit for how hard they work to get where they are but they also don't focus enough on how they should be focusing on themselves they shouldn't be going out every weekend buying drinks for girls at the club they shouldn't even be doing that for themselves they should be pr focusing on their money grind like what's my next power move how am I going to be where I want to be in five to ten years that way by the time I'm financially ready to have children and a wife and I own my own house I own my own car I have no debt then they can start looking for a woman and I they'll have a lot better of a chance and better success finding a woman on top of that if she's also independent and have those things and I believe lots of relationships could be avoided if someone actually knew who they were as an individual self if they love themselves and respected themselves for what they are rather than being someone else and living as someone else for a female or a female doing that for a male. It's not right either way, I believe. And I believe we have to be humble about what we do as well to a sense, but we can also carry that pride behind us and know that we worked hard for what we got and we can flex what we got. Yeah, I mean, I also think that as a male, no matter what, if you haven't figured out who you are, you're always going to end up heartbroken. That's facts, and I kind of learned, I went through this recently, <laughs> but I, I honestly think that as a man, uh, if you want to be successful, regardless of ladies and society and work, this and that, you have to first understand who you are as a person, your primal uh, nature, your instincts, and once you realize and place value within your own life as a man, you'll start to see the world change around you, but you know, I think, uh, you know, it's going to take time for people to get there, for sure. All right, with that, though, uh, males and females, do they act differently depending on where they came from and their ancestries and origins? Uh, would you say that that is one of the things that could play a role on how a female will act or how a male will act? Um, I mean, that brings up the case uh, nature versus nurture. Um, I feel like physical, genetical things can make up your your the nature, you know, like your height, um, your bone structure, muscular structure, like that, you know, you can't really do anything about that. But your the way that you were nurtured plays a big part, and that's why, as stated earlier, I think it's important for people to dive into who they are as a person. Who they are as an individual is the most important thing you can do. The biggest investment you could do is invest in yourself. And and um, that's part of the reason why I think today we're having so much issues with <laughs> society 
because people do for completely forgot how to think for themselves. Society has nurtured people, people who otherwise would have been strong people, and turned them into, you know, bitches, essentially. Jordan, so would you also say that we're evolving today? Because I'd like to argue that we are devolving as well as the same time as evolving in society. I think we are evolving as a society, but devolving as individuals. But that's not necessarily a good thing that society is evolving. Because who does that really benefit? Those at the top of society. But the majority of the people, the individual thinker, free-minded individual, yeah, that's that's kind of shit for us. With that, though, I would say we're devolving as a society as well. Because if you can look at there's all these people who are separated by these labels. And it's just because we're throwing these labels on the people and ourselves and letting that hold us back to who we are truly and being that independent thinker. So as society devolves, I'd like to ask you, do you think it makes it harder for an individual to evolve as society is devolving? So when we talk about society as in like medicine and like, and, and politics and shit. Yeah, that's growing. That's going towards a one world that that's evolving into a global thing. But the problem is, is, we don't really want that to be a global thing. We don't want those on top to be top forever. You know, you want people to be able to make their own decisions and to be independent. And I think where we're going, like earlier to answer that question, is that we, the people, the individuals, are getting the short end of the stick. More and more individual rights are being stripped from everybody, which hinders the process of you becoming your true self. I absolutely agree with that. And I believe that certain functions of our society are getting bigger, but we also have to focus on the things like being a community and the energy that we're spreading to each other and being positive with each other. And I believe in human rights to the fullest extent, and I believe that we have all our human rights, and that's given to us in the Constitution. And those are our rights to make sure that we are successful, that we have the power as the people. And I believe that that's being taken away from us every day, Because as you can look today, we can't even go anywhere without something getting shoved down our throats by the TV or by the government or by all the people who watch the TV and stuff. If I were never to watch TV a day in my life and I didn't have a cell phone, would I be able to tell you about the coronavirus if I didn't see a sign in front of a store or any of that? How would I be informed on that? And that's just an extreme way of looking at it. But you can see that the people at the bottom would have no way or access of getting this information freely to them. And thus, us who can afford TVs and we afford our Netflix and Hulu and our cell phones and we get all this coronavirus news shoved down our throat. And this is just one of the things. And we've seen this shoved into us. Oh, look at this person. They don't have a beach body. Or look at this person. They're dating this person now. Why do people hyper-focus on that? instead of their lives on such these physical things i agree you know like there's people who can tell you everything about the kardashian family but couldn't even tell you anything about themselves or their future in the next two to five years you know i think that's freaking ridiculous like people are so focused on the superficial bullshit when they haven't even figured out themselves for themselves and that's where to tie it all in i feel where we are devolving in society Because that individual thinking is going away. 
which I think is going to result in very, very bad things in the future when people are no longer free-thinking individuals. Your brains and everything, not to sound like a crazy person, are being programmed by the media. And you need to take back that independence. I'd also like to bring up uh, to your attention and others' attention uh, cognitive distance. Uh, with that being said, if you are coming at someone's beliefs and they don't necessarily want to change their sense of reality and do the research for themselves, because I can tell you I've done hours and hours and hours and days and weeks on this research. I have a whiteboard in front of my TV now that I use to study myself, my friends, my family, and also the world around me because that's where I want to be focused in. I want to be focused in my reality, my life, and doing everything I can to do my purpose that I was here to be my divine self and to help care for everyone else who is willing to be cared for. And this is that I hope the crowd that we're going to be bringing to the podcast are people who are willing to focus on themselves and we don't discriminate any as long as you're just trying to become the best you you can be this message goes to everyone to males and females that they want to listen to it but majority of the time now we see that we are getting attacked by these labels that are getting thrown on us as men like oh we're toxic or men are trash because they'll be hitting up their girlfriends and i think if people can separate their other girlfriends, I should say. And I think if people can separate that and disconnect themselves from social media and Instagram, the Snapchat, the TV shows that are throwing the synthetic emotion into them and making them feel insecure about their own life because they watch it through a screen happen so often, I think people could really see a change in themselves that they could disconnect from that 2D world or that 2D sense of the world. Do you know exactly what I mean by that? Yeah. You're not experiencing real world, real emotions. It's all synthetic, synthetic emotions, synthetic entertainment. Um, you know, like same shit with like dating apps and this and that. And I'm not really going to complain about dating apps, but I mean, like it's taking the real human experience away and everything is becoming synthetic. And people, you know, like we're social creatures, but at the same time, our minds, I feel, are being programmed. I think not lots of people communicate in real life now, too, because if you go to the gym, we're all wearing headphones, but you you can catch those physical features of someone smiling at you or you get a wave. But how often do you see individuals who didn't go to the gym with each other actually get together and talk to each other? And I think that's a big thing that's happening in our society because everyone feels so insecure about themselves or worrying about what another person is thinking about them that they're not living their free selves and that they build up this mindset for themselves of insecurity to say, hey, I'm not good enough to talk to that person or, hey, that person's bigger than me at the gym. I'm not going to ask them if they can spot me because I'm intimidated. Most people that I know love to help out other people and I love to help out people at the gym. I throw smiles and waves and actually talk to people at the gym. I know you do as well. And I think that's just one way we can focus off getting our attention from the things that don't matter and you don't have to go to the gym but I suggest it because it's a great thing to take care of your body and if people aren't taking care of their body and taking care of their own personal image and can't look at themselves in their mirror and enjoy what they're looking at 
I view that as one of your problems that you don't want to face if that's for sure. I mean, I how you look is often a reflection of how you feel about yourself and you know that might be a wake up call for some people, but hey, that's the truth. You know, like if you're 300 pounds, morbidly over morbidly obese, you know, like are you really truly happy with yourself? I wouldn't I wouldn't be for myself, I wouldn't be you know, like, and I think that taking that physical control back, staying away from all this garbage shit that's being pushed out. Like, like trash-ass McDonald's. McDonald's, beer, advertisement, this and that. It's everything, you know, that's what I'm saying. Society is trying to destroy that human psyche. You know, like, being confident in how you look. Can I add something to that, to the trash foods and all that? Yeah. If we go back on that. I had someone point out to me earlier on in this week, how come 60 ounces of Coca-Cola is cheaper than 60 ounces of water? Do you think that's one of the ways that we can see what they're trying to push an unhealthy lifestyle on us as society? Yeah, I mean, it's also to get people addicted to that shit. You know, Coke and all these high sugar foods and shit are highly addictive and people don't realize that. But it's destroying your inside. It's destroying your, you know, your mind, your mind. Your spirit. Your spirit, your body. And that's the thing. And this is why we started this first episode with humans. Because, you know, who we are as people is very important for us to understand if we want to change ourselves for the better and change society for the better. It all starts within the individual person, the human. Yes, I fully agree with that. And then I'd like to jump back on the labels just so people can understand, like, the stereotypes that are put on us, the double standards, social classes, and political viewpoints and how these labels are dividing us, and also, do do you really live within that label and that stereotype that it affects you so much, or do you let your own self-hate let you hate that and become a victim of what you so-called hate? Yeah, I mean, are you talking about, like, the party system, how, like, just there's people just, like, the mob mentality, is that what you're talking about? Uh, Yes, kind of. So I was getting towards, um, so like people who think that they are living in poverty, they think that they should be taken care of by the government, but then they'll look at people who are on the Republican side or conservative side of things or just on a different whole, different political viewpoint and look at them as a racist because they're not voting for a Democrat or something like that. And why are these labels thrown onto people so fast? Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I agree with what you're saying. I think labels are the worst things for people, but people don't understand is that's the labels and stuff is coming from the left. You know, like mainly is everything is coming, a lot of this is coming from the left. I'm not going to say the right is any better. I definitely wouldn't say that (laughs) they're any better. But, you know, like a lot of it is, uh, you know, like, coming from the from the left the whole class warfare mentality i honestly think is coming from the left the whole destroying of people's spirits is coming from the left getting people hooked on welfare and the government this and that there should be programs that should be to help people get on their feet not keep people dependent on the government you know and i think that's the biggest thing that's destroying people is that dependence on outside things rather than on themselves and once you become an independent person and you're proud of who you are, where you're at, and you're on your purpose, I think that's the best feeling in the world. 
Do you think that's when people should start focusing on their political ideology after they've made themselves as a person or at least found themselves as a person without the synthetic feelings and all that? And actually answer that question and I'll ask you the next one. I don't want to mix these two up because the next one's a great one that everyone will want to listen to. I think people should just get the whole idea of political ideology out of their system and just start focusing on the individual ideology. You know, I'm big on the Constitution because it supports individuality. But at the same time, it's like people, in order, they need to take responsibility for their own actions, you know? Okay, there's certain rule, there's certain responsibilities that the government has towards its people, but at the same time, the more responsibilities that government has, the less rights you're keeping for yourself. And I would rather have my rights. If I if I have the power to put myself in a shitty situation, I want to have the rights and the ability to take myself out of that shitty situation, you know? I completely agree with you there. And I don't think enough people know their constitutional rights and what it means to be an American citizen because they're being force-fed what it is to be an American citizen to them every day instead of understanding it for themselves. And that's where I'd like to jump into uh, fake news kinds of things. Like, we've seen a couple incidents over the years, like Nick Sandman, uh, he sued CNN for $275 million <laughs> after they defamed him over a viral video. And this was the same teen that was supposedly smiling in the face of a Native American and taunting him. Um, how, what are some things that you think about that? And did you hear about the aftermath after this teen was smiling at I'm him? I'm sure people even now still think he was in the, in, the, in the wrong, but people don't understand that. And this is the things that I think is destroying the human psyche shit like this sorry i'm about to go on a rant (laughs) i'm about to go on this rant you know like it's so blatantly obvious that you can't even call it conspiracy anymore like the shit that cnn's doing you know it's like we can see everything that's being done regardless if that's the elite Whoever the hell it is to lie, manipulate, defame, and hurt people. And that's why I think it's so important for us to understand who we are as individuals. To stay true to that self. And say, fuck society, fuck the system. Expletive, expletive. This shit pisses me off. But you know what? I'm happy he's got $275 million from these MFers. <laughs> I agree. And I think if a lot more people... Focus on themselves instead of what Nick Sandman was doing. Because Nick Sandman right here was obviously focused on himself. And he didn't want to be defamed. He knew he was exactly in the right. And that's why he stood up for himself and was able to sue for $275 million. But fake news doesn't want to talk about that. So I believe if people are focusing on themselves and just know what they're doing every day. The intent behind what they're doing every day. And is it serving a positive intent? Or negative intent? Are you positively spreading your good energy? Or are you just going to go spread bad energy to people and bad vibes to people? Like calling them motherfuckers or calling them bitches or whatever it may be. Or just calling someone racist because they have one viewpoint that's different than you. And I think it's lots of the time the self-hate that people have for themselves. Mm -hmm. And they love spewing it onto others. Yeah. 
I agree. I mean, that's well said. Thank you. <laughs> well <laughs> said, dude. I mean, I that self-hate runs deep. Self-hate runs deep. That's the biggest thing that creates a, a mess up. That's why I think it's important for us to take back our bodies, take back our minds, understand who we are and where we truly came from and not believe all this garbage that's force-fed down our throats. And going back to the beginning of the video, I think understanding your ancestry and where we came from, actually taking the time to understand that. Because there's people who've never even put in a, a minute, an hour of their life just to find out where they came from. Or, you know, like what basic human shit is. And I like, I like having deep conversations with people about human ancestry and, you know, like people can't even hold a conversation about that. And it's like, it's kind of sad. And they just believe whatever is thrown at them and any other possibility is labeled crazy. But I mean, we know all the shit that government and other people in power have done that's messed up. So, I, you know, why should we believe anything that they say about us? Let us determine who that is. Yes, I completely agree with you on that and how they're not transparent about what they're doing or anything that they have done, really. And lots of people can even do their own research into lots of things that they are curious about. If you go to CIA.gov and go down to the FOIU tab, you can research things that you have been curious about and maybe see some answers, whether you're ready for them or not. So with that too, um, with not being transparent, I'd like to bring up like religious things and I'd like to challenge um, religion to an extent because everyone has the freedom of religion, but with that, are they being religious because they're in the fear of that they'll go to the wrong place and not heaven? So they live in this fear of a God who's going to punish them rather than serving their God with a greater purpose and finding themselves. So this is where I'd like to say a little scripture from the Bible, John 1.10. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. With that being said, um, I believe this is talking about us too and us through the world and how we create our own world that we are in. We create who we surround ourselves around. We create what we believe in. And for us to get that, we have to be transparent with each other and tell the truth. To each other and have these deep conversations to figure things out because there's three things that people tell you not to talk about those three main things being money politics and religion and that's a big role in what we see today and i'd like to know your take on all this jordan yeah well um i always get pissed off when people say not to talk about money politics and religion it's like that's the shit that runs the world you know, like, what do you want to talk about then? How, how the L.A. Lakers won the freaking NBA championship? Does that really matter? <laughs> Does that really freaking matter to anyone? No. Like, I'm sorry if you're a sports fan, but nobody really cares. Like, cool, good on you. You know, like, cool. I just I just got a freaking dragon scimitar and runescape. All right. but No one cares about Kanye's <laughs> and Kim Kardashian's relationship issues. But I'm saying, and, like, this is, and this is where people have lost that individuality that old way of thinking the you know the old way of thinking i'm talking about meditation getting in and and you know in touch of your true self 
And, you know, and like piggybacking of what you were saying off of religion, you know, like I am very skeptical of religion. You know, majority of history that we've had, especially in ancient Europe, uh, you know, during the Dark Ages was written by the Catholic Church. And do I trust the Catholic Church? Hell freaking no, I don't. Do I trust the history that's been published by the Catholic Church? No. You know, do I trust any sort of history that was written by, you know, religious people or religious, you know, like undertone to it? No, I don't. Because, look, a lot of people believe in the book of Genesis, you know, which stated that the earth is only a couple thousand years old. And it's like, all right, well, at one point, a lot of people believe that now the common uh, understanding is that the earth is four and a half billion years old. But still, it's like I'm skeptical to all of this stuff. Because when you see the trend of people in power have been lying, you know, it's like pretty much throughout, you know, human existence is like, we're, you know, like you're a fool if you don't un- make your own un- self understanding of the universe. Yes, I completely agree with that. And with our understanding of the universe, when we figure ourselves out, we start figuring out the universe a little more, too. Uh, with that, we all have this big, big puzzle of life that we're trying to fit all the pieces together and wonder, why did this happen to me? Or where will I be in the future? And lots of people forget about the present moment. And one of the, one of the quote, one of the quotes I have written on my board is, if you're living in the past, you are depressed. And if you are living in the future, you are anxious. But if you're living in the present, you are at peace. And with that, I think it's saying that you have to focus on today and what you can do today and not let your emotions overrule you or not let synthetic emotions overrule you. And that's Mm -hmm. how we can be the best person we can be tomorrow. That way, when we see ourselves down the road five to ten years, because it's okay to think about that and have goals for yourself. How are you going to get to those goals if you're not focusing on yeah. them today? Yeah, I agree. And I, but I mean, I think as men, it's important for us to be in touch with our emotions. The only thing is where I'd have to like disagree. Well, I don't even say disagree. I think it's important for men to have emotions, you know, and only in toxic women, you know, who say, oh, men shouldn't be emotional. I was like, yeah, don't be emotional to women. You know, when it comes with women, when it comes with work, when it comes to society as a man, no matter freaking what. You react with logic, not emotion. If you're going to do something out of emotion, think first. You can. I, I like to yeah. say, don't react, but take action. And with that being said, don't let your emotions control you in making a bad decision or thinking that you're not good enough. Especially negative emotions like guilt and fear. Yes, d- don't let those emotions hang on to you. And guilt is that number one pushed emotion. Facts. Everyone will try and push guilt onto you. And it's you thinking for yourself and you thinking as an individual that you will not let this take control of you and let it ruin your day so you won't hit your goals five to ten years from now. Yep. And and ultimately, we covered a lot so far. But all these things, you know, embodies what it means to be a human, what it means to be human. That was the original question posed in the beginning of this podcast, you know, and honestly, this topic, man, we can go on for days if we wanted to. (laughs) Yes. And just know we're not out here attacking women and we're not telling men to treat women like shit. 
But what we are saying is you have to know yourself before you can give anything of yourself to another person. You can't love someone if you don't love yourself. You can't go and take care of someone and be independent with someone and take care of a household with them if you can't even do that for yourself. Lots of guys don't even know how to cook for themselves. That's a little embarrassing. Lots of women don't know how to cook for themselves. That's a little embarrassing. Yep. Yeah, I, for real, man. And that, and that's what I'm saying. Until you're completely independent, and you've mastered being independent. You're not gonna a relationship's not gonna work with anybody, you know. Because ultimately, a healthy relationship is someone who complements your lifestyle, not complicates it. And if you're your own independent person, and that other person is their own independent person, you know, like that's a solid foundation for a relationship, you know. Yes, and with that, if they both knew each other and were honest to the other person then they wouldn't have gotten the relationship in the first place and no one would have got hurt yeah but people also need to be honest with themselves that's where it all starts from all right to get out of the relationships here i'd like to bring us to a different subject and kind of the conclusion of our podcast stating that humans aren't as dumb as you think and we can see that in the past with our ancestors and all that too like our ancestors the vikings they used a sun sailing to see the sun through the clouds when they were sailing throughout the ocean. And they drew a little compass on paper to know if they were off track. That way they knew if they were going north, south, east, west. And they knew if they'd get off track with that. So what are some other things that you have seen along with people that you know their people aren't as dumb as they think they are? I mean, uh, people definitely aren't as dumb as they think they are. I think society wants them to believe that they're dumb. And people are falling for that shit. Um, you know, but, like, just think about technological advancements in the past 200 years, where we came from and where we are today. You know, like, there's some serious shit, serious brain power at work. And I want to see that be used for the good, not for the bad, not for the worse. Humans are smart. We are not dumb. And let's not society make us dumb. And the best way to get to being smart and being the best you you can be and contribute the best that you can to the world and be in the best place that you want to be is taking care of your mind, body, and spirit. All three. And you will hear Jor and I say this over and over and over again. Take care of your mind, body, and spirit. That's a new little hashtag that we're starting on Instagram, by the way. So... Take it when you're taking care of yourself. We'd love to see it. These are also the holy trinity that you can see as well. If you are kind of religious, taking care of the mind, body, and spirit. And I think that's another sign that, hey, there are some truth within some religions on how we can be the best selves. It's just how we are interpreting it. But moral of the story, you have to focus on you and your own personal connection to your own self and to your mind and to your own spirit facts we're all gods man we're all gods part of god that's the way that it is we are all part of god and we could even be considered children of god too if you consider it because we are all a part of him and we're supposed to be our most divine self which would be christ-likeness as well yeah and, and being your divine self doesn't necessarily even have to be religious it's your own personal experience of life of what it means to be alive you know there is your divine self and then there's your shadow self you want to reach your divine self and that's what's going to bring you health wealth success and happiness 
You don't want to be stuck in that depressing, dark mindset. And this is why this podcast exists, to bring light to you. We give you some of our energy so you can go out there and make certain changes in your life, which will benefit you. And hopefully, together, we can start a movement, a community that will benefit humanity. But we need your support. We would love to spread the light and rid the world of darkness and lies, kind of. I I think that's a big thing for me and for that. And to end that, I think we need to all stop lying to ourselves in order for us to all stop lying to each other.